a lot of women that come to me are are really under eating a lot and they don't understand, you know, what's going on. Like, why am I so tired? Why do I have brain fog? Why, you know, why, why don't I have any strength? Like, why can't I sleep? And then I, I make sure that they're properly fueling themselves and eating the amount of food that they need to eat. And they cannot believe in two to four weeks how much better they feel. Yeah. And all I, all I tell them, it's because we're properly nourishing your body. You're now, you, you, your body has the fuel that it needs so that you can run at an optimal level. And I think like I'm, I'm in my 40s. A lot of my clients are between the ages of 40 to 60. And they've been brought up to be through this diet culture, like trying not to eat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hi, be it babe. Okay, I'm super excited about today's um, episode. Hello, how are you? <laughs> how are you really? Um, that's that question that my breathwork coach likes to send in an email and I always am like, how am I really right now? So how are you really? Um, how's it going? You know, it is a uh, new year, <laughs> lots of stuff going on. And I am excited for today's guest for a couple of reasons. One, she's a mom of two girls, two. She had a job transformation and life transformation. And it all stemmed from her not enjoying where she was in her life at the time. And I think that if you are someone who's had those moments where you're like, I'm just really frustrated, this is not going the way I want it to go. And thinking that you are the only one, A, you're not the only one, and B, that is a good place to be. It is. You're like, Leslie, how is that a good place to be? Because you're not going to change from a place of like, ah, oh, it's going okay. It's fine. Like fine is not like a transformational place, but this fucking sucks. This blows. I don't like how I feel. Um, I don't like the energy I'm putting out into the world. I don't like how frustrated I get at things. Like those moments are key for making transformation, for making change, for recognizing, wow, I am so off the path that I wanted to be on right now. And what I hope you will hear in her story is one, how she found her thing to do. And then also how she reached out and told people and took them along on the journey. We do not have to do these things alone. Being until you see it does not mean it is me and me alone. No, it means acting like the person who would have the thing you want to have. How would that person act right now? So remember my story of like, if I'm a CEO of a company, what would I do if I don't know how to do this thing? Oh, the CEO of a company ask someone to help them. They have people on their team. So who do I have to ask, right? So these are the kinds of things I want you thinking about when it comes to taking care of yourself, becoming the person you want to have now, not later, <laughs> becoming that person you want to be now, have that in your life now. 
We do not need to wait. So I really like this episode. Again, you'll hear her story, you'll hear her journey. She's going to hear your tips. And we talked a lot in her Be It Action Items because I'm all about prioritizing yourself and saving yourself time. And this is a really great way to do it. So anyways, have fun with this episode. Let me know how you like it. Share it with a friend. By the way, if you leave a review on Spotify, Apple, or anything like that, and you screenshot that review and you email it to thebeitpod at gmail.com, we can give you a free gift um, course on how to create a habit quickly. So if you want to implement these beat action items more quickly in your life, you're going to want to have that course. So make sure you screenshot your review and send to thebeitpod at gmail.com. All right, here's Sarah Frenza. loves it's here opc summer camp you know that thing we started last year well we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world which means all day long you can nerd out with me at camp zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot no you can have the amazing food in your own home you can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for in fact you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money in fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! All right, be it, babe. I am so excited because I have Sarah Frenza on the show today. And I actually met her through another podcast guest we've had on. You remember Jennifer Van Van Barnfeld Pay? Wow. I said it so good when I interviewed her. (laughs) She's a dear friend of mine. And so I love how small the world is when when women who support women just get together. It's like, oh, here's like, you know, so-and-so. And And it just, the the daisy chain of, of awesomeness continues. And so Sarah, thank you for being on the show. Can you tell everyone who you are and what you're working on these days? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So uh, first of all, I'm a mom to two girls and I'm a nutrition and body transformation coach. I'm a published fitness model and writer, two-time cover model and owner of Sarah Friends of Fitness and Nutrition. Um, And that's a little bit about what I do right now. And after going through, you know, my own um, body transformation, or actually I should call life transformation, I decided that I also wanted to help other women, you know, um, make their health and fitness a priority and help them and guide them through that. So that's when I decided to also, you know, become a coach myself and try and help women feel incredible, like like I had experienced going through, um, you know, while I was making my health and fitness a priority. Wow. I, um, so you would not, you haven't always been on this journey. You were doing something before. What made you yes. realize that like you had to make your health and fitness a priority? Like what was the, was like, you know how there's like that, the that, moment. That, the moment. Yeah. What was that moment? Yeah. So, so with me, um, during both of my pregnancies, you know, I had gained a lot of weight I, and I felt really, really uncomfortable with where I was. Um, but besides all of that, what had happened is that I started feeling physical symptoms. So I started getting a lot of lower back pain. I started getting plantar, I had plantar fasciitis as well too. And um, I was, we were, we were building a new home. And during that time I was living with my parents for nine months. And both my girls were four and two years old. And I was experiencing a lot of pain. 
And I often had to ask my parents who were in their 70s to help me because, you know, I don't know if you if you know what plantar fasciitis is, if you've ever experienced it. It's terrible. It's brutal. It's terrible. Like I, I thought my foot was broken. So um, it was at that point where I felt, wow, I am not even 40 years old and I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old and I'm relying on my parents and also my husband to help me. And I felt like I needed to give more to my girls, you know, that I wasn't showing up for them. And I knew it was because, you know, I wasn't taking care of my health and fitness. I wasn't exercising at that time. I wasn't really making nutrition a priority. Um, and I felt at that moment, this is what happens when you don't yeah. take care of your health and fitness, yeah. right? So it was, it was that moment that I decided I need to do something. And not only that, like I remember going to the chiropractor and the chiropractor was trying to help me like recover from my lower back pain and everything. And she's like, your, your, your core is so weak. Like you have to work on that. And, and I was like, okay, like she's telling me this, my body is physically telling me something's not right. And it was at that moment that I decided I needed to do something. So I started off with, um, just trying to eat a little bit healthier, like, you know, make some better choices when it came to nutrition. Um, but then I, um, one of my friends worked with coach JVB, you know, Jenny yeah. and uh, Jennifer Van Barneveld Peaks. And I saw her amazing transformation. And I said, like, what, what did you do? Because I was really looking for help at time. Yeah. And that's when I reached out to Jenny. And I hired her as a coach. Yeah. And she got me into the best shape of my life. But she also taught me a very sustainable way to live a healthy lifestyle. You know, it was no like diet. It was just about lifting to get stronger. And it was about this is how we properly nourish your body. Yeah. And it was, you know, she, she's amazing. You know her, yeah, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. Like I love, I just want to highlight a couple of things. Like I think... um when I loved also in your intro, you said like life transformation. I think it, people can get really hung up on like, if you're focusing on your fitness and nutrition, that it must be because you want to look a certain way. And and like, that might be part of it. That could be some people's motivation, but it doesn't have to be. It can also just be that like, you have this one body and if you want to keep up with life, <laughs> um, yes. you, it, it ha there has to be some muscular, abilities in there. Your core is very key. It has to be strong. Otherwise you will have lower back pain. Plantar fasciitis is no joke. I mean, runners get it too. A lot of people get, that's why I love Pilates because there's specific exercises that actually force the foot to stretch in a way so you can prevent that. Oh, Yay. it's cool. Good. Yeah. Like, yes. and my clients hate it. Cause I'm like, no, I want those toes curled the other way. And they're like, but I don't like to do that. I'm like, your, if your foot can't do that, you're going to have plantar fasciitis, my loves. But I, um, I love that we pointed this out because I think one, we always have to be ready. So if you're listening to this and you're like, you're, this sounds like something you've been like thinking about, but you're not there yet. It's, it's okay. Like no one can force you to get on the journey sooner than you want. And so until you're ready, yeah, you know, keep paying attention to the things that you want and that you don't like, but you know, know that that's the thing. And then also you had, you got help. And I think that yes. that's worth highlighting. Cause I think so often we see people go through whatever their transformation is, whether it's a job or a relationship or, or anything. And we think, oh, 
you know, wow, I, I couldn't do it. They waited. Well, you didn't do it alone. Like most people yeah. that you see who go through a transformation, except for like that Tom Hanks movie where he was by himself. And even then he had <laughs> Wilson, like we don't go, yeah. we don't go through things alone. So, um, no. so how, um, what, what did you find, um, helped you in your transformation the most? Was it the weights or was it your, um, like the way you fueled yourself? Was it the way that you prioritized yourself? Was it easy to do these things? Like, did your family get on board? Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's here. So I want to point out one thing as well, too. Like I, I'm a mom. I have two young kids. I had, I had a full-time career in marketing and sales. I got the help because I didn't want to waste time. Right. Was the biggest thing. Like I didn't want to waste time. And for me to, in order to make my health and fitness a priority, like I really needed to be organized with my time. And, and what helped me, I mean, it was both of them, the nutrition and the strength training that really helped me. But in terms of getting like really, really organized with myself, like I had to spend the time on the weekend to plan out my week and do meal prepping and setting that all up so that I can properly, you know, fuel myself and my family. And my husband was really supportive, super on board, you know, wasn't, was eating everything that I would, uh, I would make. And also my girls, I was introducing them to new foods as well too, and actually teaching them we need protein. You know, it's really important to eat the protein. And now they make fun of me all the time because they, you know, where's your protein? Because I've been teaching them that as well. Um, but they also see me lifting weight to get strong. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing, you know, that I really, really want to always teach them is like, mommy is lifting weight to be strong so that I can play with your kids. With mm-hmm. You know, mommy is lifting weight to be strong so that I can do all the things that you want to do, right? So I'm really encouraging them to lift and get strong and we work out together on Saturdays sometimes you know they'll come downstairs in my home gym and you know they try to work out with me but the message is always we need to get strong and I want you to get strong as well too and that's the most important thing is that we're lifting to to get stronger so that we can have a better life yeah but I I think both of them together it was both the strength training and the nutrition part of it really it's a combination of the two of them yeah and it sounds like your family was um was on board because they could tell like the goals of it and I think like you know I think a lot of times it doesn't matter what their goal is if you're listening to this the goal doesn't have to be a body transformation it can be a switching of a job or switching of a schedule or or anything like that yeah if we we have to, be able to communicate what that goal is and why we're doing it, so that the people around us can get on board, otherwise they don't actually yeah. know how to help you, and so they might f- seem like obstacles. And I'm sure there's some dicks out there, but like most people who love you want to support you in whatever that transformation is. But we have to communicate that. Since you're, yeah. I, wanna, I, I do want to go back to like how you switch careers. But while we're on this topic, like you're a coach, you coach a lot of women. Um, ha- have you seen? have you seen that most of the women that you coach, the people in their life get on board or have you had to work with them on how to handle maybe those people who aren't on board? Yeah. I always tell, tell my clients that, you know, speak to your partner, right. And let them know what this, what this is all about and what, what you're doing, because some, you know, if you don't communicate that with your partner and you're kind of like doing your own thing, they might feel resentment towards you. 
that things are changing and they don't want to do it either. But I think it's important. Yes, I do talk to my clients like you need to communicate, but I also let them know there are going to be people that are not supportive in your journey. There's always going to be those people that are not supportive of your journey and how to deal with it as well. Right. And, um, you know, as long as the people that are closest to you, you're communicating with them and they can see that it's not just about a body transformation. It's more really about a life transformation because, you know, even when I coach my clients weekly, we talk about all of the non-scale victories that are happening in their life. They're sleeping better. Their energy levels are are higher. They're, they have the ability to like move and play with their children. You know, your life is changing. They're building up confidence within their life that they can you know, it, it has a domino effect in everything else that they're doing. You know, they show up better for everyone else around them. Yeah. I want to highlight, you said non-scale victories. Y'all, this is like really important to me. We've had, um, uh, my friend Jenny Schatzel on as well, and she's really big on non-scale victories because mm-hmm. for so many reasons, the scale should not be the thing that tells us if we're good enough no. <laughs> or if we're going to yeah, have a good day. Yeah. And I really don't understand Absolutely. that, that, that how quickly we were trained that that scale is what tells us if we're good enough for today, but really like are you sleeping? Like, do you have energy? Um, one of, uh, one of my guests who was just on, um, uh, Claire Sparrow, she talked about transformation. She, um, is actually a pelvic floor therapist, uh, coach. And so she had a client who had a victory, which was, I just played cricket with my kids and I didn't even think that I couldn't do it. Like it didn't even occur to me that, and she's like, and I didn't leak and I didn't have any problems. And so like, those are the reasons for like, those are the wins you're looking for. It's not like, I think we get really hyper-focused on the actual thing we're doing, but there's other things, there's other wins around us that we have to focus on. And so when you prioritize your health and well, wellness, like there's going to be other things that go, that get better. And we have to be attuned to that so we can see, and we can share it with our family. Cause maybe you might have someone who doesn't understand that you prioritizing yourself actually benefits them. So you can actually share those wins. Hey, this week, I actually got excited to, you know, go to dinner with you as opposed to like, I'm exhausted today. This was the longest day of my life. Um, yeah. So I wanted to go back in time because you said earlier you were in marketing at the time. Like, so I I imagine what I know of marketing, that's a stressful business. (laughs) That's a lot of hours. Um, You had young girls, you have a husband, um, and now you coach people. So one, what was, how, what was that transformation like in your life to go from working on this job to working on this job? And then also like, how, how did it, was it like the easiest bridge to make or like, what were the obstacles along the way? Yeah. So once I really experienced and I had worked with Coach JBB, I saw how much my life had changed. And like, I felt like I was myself, but better. I felt like I was showing up as my best self every day. And I thought, you know, I always was rocking around feeling like there, there's more to life to that. Like, I don't feel like what I am doing is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, I was really good at my job, you know, and I enjoyed it, but I really walked around feeling like there, I needed to do something more. And it was that point, you know, I talked to my coach at the time and I'm like, and I told her, you know, I think I, I, I want to start coaching women. I would really love to do this. Um, I want other women to experience this because I have seen how much it has really impacted my life. 
not only the way I was looking, it was honestly my mindset and how I was showing up everywhere else in my life. Mm -hmm. I could really see that I was so confident. All my goals that I wanted to reach, all of a sudden I had the ability to do it. Yeah. You know, things that I had put on the back burner for years, you know, when, when I put my health and fitness, made my health and fitness a priority and I felt strong, not only physically, but also mentally, I was able to accomplish all these goals. So then um, she was very supportive of me, kind of gave me direction in terms of like certifications I wanted to take. And um Part of my certification for one of them is I actually had to work with people um, as part to in order to get my certification. So that's how I started coaching women. Mm -hmm. So I had three women that I was coaching for, you know, for free as part of my, to get my certification. And then I, I kind of did it on a, on a, at the side. And yeah. because I was already sharing my story on Instagram, like I'm very active on Instagram and I was always sharing my story sharing my recipes, giving everybody tips, like really just wanting to help people yeah. live yeah. a more healthier lifestyle. Yeah. That um, when people found out that I was coaching, I had a lot of interest. So I had to make a decision. You know, things were just snowballing for me. So many people wanted to work with me that I had to make a decision. Do I want to pursue this full time or do I still want to, or do I want to keep it as a side hustle? Mm. And I went to my employer at, and I, and I told them, you know, this is what I want to do. Can I go part-time so that I can focus on my business because it, I couldn't do it having a full-time yeah. and it being a side hustle. And they were really understanding. Thankfully, they were very understanding and very supportive and said, yeah, no problem. We'll let you go part-time. And my business just kept growing and growing and snowballing. And I, and when I had told them that I was envisioning a year until I could leave. Right. I, uh, I, I can't I wait. Thinking, to, I had such a parallel story. So yes, keep going. I know where this is going though. <laughs> so I told them like, I, I told them in January, it's, it'll probably be a year from, and I, I will need to leave full time. Cause I was thinking, I, I, I was thinking, I don't know how quickly my business is going to go. Yeah. And it came a month later, not even a month and a half later, I said to them, I'm sorry, but I have to leave the end of April. So I told them beginning of January and then I gave them enough notice so that they could find somebody. I said, you have to find somebody so I can train them. So by the end of April, I went, I, I was out of my other job and full time doing the coaching um, beginning of May. Yeah. So yeah, that just snowball. So I, so a couple things for those who are like following along with the story, like, listen, listen to this. She shared her whole journey the whole time. And I know yes. that like when we're in it, it doesn't feel very good to share. It doesn't have to be that you share like your rock bottoms, but you can share your passion for why you're doing something, the purpose for it. So the same reason she shared with her family, so they could be on board with her, with her new changes and her prioritizing, prioritizing herself. Then she was also sharing that with people who are following her. So that when she said, now I'm doing this, she took them along on this journey. Again, the more you can take people on the journey with you, the easier the journey is. It's not fun by yourself. And then because you're so passionate about it and because you were sharing with people what worked for you, people could yeah. see like you're walking the talk. And I think this is where, even if you're like, Leslie, I've already gone through my journey. It's too late for me to do that right now. Here's the deal. If you are not walking your talk, 
you, people can tell and it becomes, you feel like you have to market yourself more. But if you are sharing, Hey, this is my schedule for this week of me making sure I have my sessions. And this is my schedule this week so that I can see my kids and do this thing that I love. If you share those things, people go, Oh my gosh, like I want to be able to work with someone. This person knows how to do that. And I'm struggling with that. I'm struggling with prioritizing myself first. So it's, it's not that you'd be perfect at it. Cause we always know at this podcast that that's boring, but sharing your process yeah. allows people to resonate with you and see that you get what they're going through and that you understand mm-hmm. where they're coming from. And that makes a huge difference. When I became a plies instructor, um, I thought I would just do it on the side as well. And then I got so yeah. busy. I was like, teaching at 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. at the gym, driving in LA traffic all the way across town to run my store. (laughs) I was a manager of this boutique. And then I would two nights a week close up there. The the mornings that I didn't do 6 a.m., those nights I had a a 7 p.m. client, right? So I like left the store at 6.30, drove across town to the studio I was renting space, taught my evening clients. And then on my day off, I was teaching clients. And so I was basically working seven days a week at this point. And um, I loved it. I didn't realize it until I was like, wow, I don't actually have any way of like saying yes to anything other than this. And so- um, So I was like, uh, can I go, hi, can I go part-time and I'll train my replacement and um, I'll be here, I'll do this two days a week and then I'll, you know, um, I can do everything before, after on other days. Anyways, 30 days later, I realized that I couldn't do that. And so before they fired the person that was part-time already, I was like, I just need, I just have to go. I can't do it. I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah. I think when you're doing what you're so passionate about, like for me, it didn't feel like a job. Even when I had my side hustle, it was just, I was still focused on it. And it was probably the same for you as, as well. I was just so focused on it. I was really, really passionate about it. I, I scheduled my day so that I can do what I wanted to do. And I think, you know, once you go into, you know, I've never owned my own business before. This is the first time, you know, I've ever owned my own business. But I think managing those two really gave me a lot of skills to become an entrepreneur. Like, yeah. how do I organize everything? What's a priority to me? What needs to get done right away? So like, I'm not wasting time. So during that transition period where I was working a full-time job, doing this as a side hustle, being a mom, being a wife, you know, running my family, you know, I really needed to, my days were completely scheduled out. Yeah. And I needed it to be like that because I had to, it was a priority for me. I really, really want, wanted yeah. that. So I have a question because um, a lot of times what I, what happens to people is they find something that like changes their life. They then become the teacher of that thing, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with this. It's how we all get there. And then their ability to participate in their own version of that, their own time. So for you, it's training, like working yourself out for me, it'd be like doing my own ply sessions Um, uh, for yoga teachers. It's often their own yoga. Like, did that happen in your life or, and, and if so, how did you handle it? Or how did you make sure it didn't happen? Like, how did you make sure that your workouts, even when you had a full-time job and the kids and this, and you had your side hustle, how did you keep yourself a priority? It was non-negotiable for me. It's always been non-negotiable for me because I know when I don't do that, I know how my life looks like. I can go back and remember how my life looks like when I didn't put those things into place. So for me, 
I always, you know, I always do my morning workouts. It became a habit. It became part of my lifestyle. So my workouts are non-negotiable. I work out, I get up early. That's when I get them done. I'm a mom. I have a career. This is the only time that it fits into my schedule. And the other thing with, with, with respect to nutrition is that I... I spend the time meal planning and meal prepping on the weekend. Yeah. Um, especially Sundays is my meal prep Sundays. I do some maybe Saturday or Friday as well too. But that is really, really key for me to make sure that my meals are organized for myself and my family for the entire week because things will always come up. Yeah. And I I know that if my nutrition is not on point, I'm not reaching my nutritional goals. I'm not feeling really good. And it's a, it's very important to me. So these things become non-negotiable to me. Yeah. We've had some other guests on with who've talked about like, like, like nutrition. And and the reality is y'all is like, I think at least, I think it's changed a lot, but I remember growing up whenever you'd hear about nutrition and like recipes, all of a sudden, like I would tell my grandfather I was on a gluten-free diet and he's like, you're so skinny. I'm like, it's not a weight loss thing. It's just like how I eat my food. Um, You know what I mean? So like, I think we underestimate like no matter where you are in your journey, your the ability to feel your body correctly in the way it needs to be. And we've had other guests on who've t- like, it's so specific. Every single one of us has a specific need for how yes. we have to get our, through our day. You can't be the best version of yourself in anything. If you are not fueled, I am a hangry bitch. If I don't yes. have, like, if I am not yeah. fed on a normal cadence, I mean, it is, yes. I mean, the only time I can go out of my cadence is on a flight because like, you're just who even knows. And I would rather not eat that food. So it's like, but, yeah. I, but even then I know that the food's gonna be terrible. So I have like these protein cookies and I'm like, this yeah. pretty much gives me everything that I need. I'm going to feel really good. And I can get to, a, I can get to the next meal <laughs> without being a hangry yes. person. But it is distracting. Your brain doesn't fire. You can't get those ideas and you think, oh, it's because nope. I'm tired, but I slept all last night. It's not that you didn't sleep. It's that you didn't fuel yourself for the day. Your car can't run on empty, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And actually, you know, a lot of women that come to me are are really under eating a lot and they don't understand, you know, what's going on. Like, why am I so tired? Why do I have brain fog? Why... You know why? Why don't I have any strength? Like, why can't I sleep? And then I, I make sure that they're properly fueling themselves and eating the amount of food that they need to eat. And they cannot believe in two to four weeks how much better they feel. Yeah. And all I, all I tell them it's because we're properly nourishing your body. You're mm-hmm. now you, you, your body has the fuel that it needs. So that you can run at an optimal level. Mm-hmm. And I think like I'm I'm in my 40s. A lot of my clients are between the ages of 40 to 60. And they've been brought up through this diet culture, trying not to eat, yeah. you know, <laughs> or not being, you know, and I'm oh, like, and, and you're and, 100% you know correct. I mean? Oh, Eliza Schlesinger, who someday I should have on the show, y'all, if you know her, please um, hook a sister up. But she said in one of her most recent specials is like, ladies, whatever weight you were at 12, that's what the world expects you to stay forever. No matter what, like you just have to stay at this. <laughs> like that's basically what it's- like all the magazines brought us up on, like, you know, all these like under a hundred calorie snacks, like all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, actually, like, you know, if you're you eating more. properly, if you're eating good foods, you can eat more, you can have more food. Yeah. And like, I didn't know that I definitely had to like retrain my mind on those things that I remember yeah. also like make sure there's no fat in anything, which just means there's more sugar in everything. And no wonder you're hungry and cranky. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing too is that, you know, we're not getting enough protein in our diet is what I'm seeing like with a lot of, you know, a lot of women as well too. And they feel so much better. But my mission is really to teach women like this is how we have to properly nourish our bodies, you know, yeah. and if you're strength training and fueling your body properly, you're going to feel strong. The, how you look will be a byproduct. Yeah. Right. Of everything that you're doing. But it, it it's just, you know, trying to really educate everyone and my clients, like you need to feel your body at yeah. the end of the day, you yeah. know, and none of this, this thing that you've learned all these years, like get it out of your mind. We're going in a completely different direction. And I see more and more coaches out there like myself that have the same methodology or the same type of thing. Like we need to fuel your body. You have to eat. Yeah, and you I, will feel a lot better. It's so true. And like, I just keep thinking, you know, to, you know, especially for the mamas listening to this, like actions are caught, not taught. We've had many moms in the health and wellness space on here and they all are talking about like, they've all said it. You have to prioritize yourself first so that your kids also see that that's, mm -hmm. that's actually a future for me. You know, like, um, uh, I think it was Jenny Schatzel who had like, uh, I, uh, one of her, one of her nieces or something like that said, oh, I can, I, um, I wish I could be a mom and a journalist. And they're like, what? And, and it was like, like the kid thought they could only be one thing because they'd only seen oh. people like do one or the other. They had kids and they didn't live their dream or they didn't have kids and they lived their dream. And so, you know, the more we can show the next generation, like Actually, prioritizing yourself first is not is a non-negotiable and it makes you a better person. Okay. Fueling yourself properly, non-negotiable. It's not a privileged thing. It's like, and it and we may have to get creative depending on what you have access to and what finances you have, but like it is a possibility. Okay. And it's and it shouldn't be something you wait till later and you'll just like, you know, oh, I'll just have this like this carrot thing over here. That's fine. Have the carrot, yeah. but like also like <laughs> have the sandwich too. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I feel yeah. like I think um, what is what I what I love about your story is that you went from someone who had like this intense job, had these kids, you loved your family, obviously you were doing great things with them, but you didn't feel good to going out and making sure you felt good and getting your family on board. And now you teach women how that they can have that too. And I think it's really freaking cool. So y'all, we're going to take a quick break and I, um, I'm going to ask, I'm going to make sure you know where you find Sarah, follow her. We also have some big action items that I'm really excited for you to hear. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years, I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous Testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. 
Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. Okay, Sarah, where can people find you, follow you, work with you? Um, okay, well, I'm very, very active on Instagram, so you can find me there. Uh, my handle is Sarah, so S-A-R-A underscore Frenza. And you can also visit my website, which is sarahfrenzafitness.com. Um, those are the two places that you can find me. And if you want to email me, my post my email uh, contact information are on both uh, Instagram and my website. Wonderful. Okay, bold, executable, intrinsic, targeted steps. What are your beat action items for our listeners today? Okay, so my action items are how to, seven tips to meal prep made easy. So number one is going to be plan what you want to eat for the week. Plan out your meals for the week. Um, Know what you want and go grocery shopping to get everything that you need. Because I'm telling you, when you plan out what you want to eat, it will save you time. It will save you money. Um, the second thing that I will recommend when it comes to uh, meal prepping is to batch cook. And so this is a really great one. Um, what I like to do is to make two proteins, two carbs, and then I make different meals out of it. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, I'm creating maybe four or five different meals out of those, those two carbs and those two proteins. Um, the other thing is to freeze your food. So if you're batch cooking and making a lot of things ahead of time, you can freeze food so that you have it there for following week. Um, this has really helped me throughout my meal prep. So on those days that you're in a pinch and maybe something didn't go the way that you wanted to, you could just pull something out of your freezer. The other thing for meal prepping is I always kind of pre pre-weigh out my food or pre-put them in containers ahead of time. So if I'm making my lunches for the entire week, I will put them in containers so that I have my lunch ready to go and you don't have to think about it. Same with dinners um, as well. I'll have that pre-done ahead of time so that they're ready to go. Um, With fruits and veggies, I will chop up all my fruit, chop up all my veggies. So, and with, especially with the fruit, I'll put them in little containers so that my fruit's ready to go for the whole week. And I can quickly grab that and go if I'm going to work or I'm on the road. And the other thing that I recommend is preparing your breakfast for the entire week. So you could make things like protein muffins. You could do, you said protein cookies. I I love protein cookies. I just made overnight oats for the week and it's not the only part of my breakfast, but it's like part of the breakfast. And, and the reason I made that, I made a whole batch for the week is like, it's so easy to scoop out and I could put my collagen in there. I put my fiber in there. I put some other supplements in there. And so I know like, okay, if I'm in a rush, (laughs) 
and I like slept yes. in or the dogs got crazy. Like before I got on this podcast with you, I had one dog walk into a cactus. I was like dealing with that. I'm like, if this is, if I have to eat this on the go, it's got all the carbs, all the protein I would have wanted. Like that's, I'm good to yeah. go. I don't have to, cause I mean, that's the that's the meal most people skip. And it's like, hello, you just woke up. Your body needs some stuff in it. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, if you get your pro like your breakfast ready, I always encourage my client like bread, protein muffins, overnight oats, protein cookies, get your breakfast ready for the entire week, get some meals done. Like you can you could choose to I do two meal preps throughout the week. I do Sunday and then I do Wednesday. So Sunday I'm meal prepping from Sunday to Wednesday and then Wednesday night I'll do another little min mini meal prep and maybe I'll make some easier kind of foods that I could just throw on the barbecue or in the oven for the rest of the week. But, and then I have, you know, everything ready to go for the entire week, but the breakfast, at least, you know, you have it done for five days in a row. And if you make things like protein muffins or cookies, you can freeze them too. Yeah. I double batch and cook every day. So then I have one week I'm making protein muffins and the next week I don't have to, because I already have stuff that I can pull out on, out of my freezer. I love so, this so much. And also like, so my, I remember my mom would actually batch cook and like it, it yeah. because she, we were on a tight budget. And so you couldn't just buy groceries and nothing could go bad. So like they would plan out and they go, okay, well, these nights would actually be leftovers from the food from these nights. And then this night would be leftovers from the food of this night. And so that way they could stretch the thing. I know Brad even mentioned like growing up, his mom and another mom would like go to each other's house and like, then the kids are playing <laughs> and then they yeah. could both meal prep for the whole, for both households in that afternoon. And yes, you guys, this does require like a block of time on your Sunday or whatever day it is. Yeah. But if you did it like what Brad's, I mean, the kids are then playing and you can just like actually uh -huh. focus on this thing over here. And so there's ways of getting creative and making it a possibility in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll give you an example, right? So this is what I would do. So I would make like, for example, sweet potato fries, like sweet potato air, fr uh, air fried. Then I would do ground rice. Then I would do ground turkey and then maybe would do shredded chicken in the, in the Instapot. This is like kind of my go-to thing. Mm -hmm. But out of these meal, out of those two carbs and those two proteins, I would make stuffed peppers. I would do buffalo chicken dip. I would make chicken stir fry and then I would make egg roll in a bowl. So I've got four different meals there and the stuffed peppers I could freeze. Yeah. So I can make, you know, a large batch of it. And that's typically what I do every weekend is, and I, that's what I teach my clients to do as well. Cause most of them are busy. We're all busy. Yeah. And, but at the end of the day, you know, you're saving time throughout the week. For me, I didn't, I, I love doing this because when I'm done work, my, my dinner is ready. Yeah. You know, I'm not spending an hour. And the other thing too, is I, is I say, if you've already got the mess and everything out already, you might as well make the, you know, you might as well yeah. deal with that mess and all of that food for the whole week. And another tip I want to give you ladies that are moms that are listening here, make your lunches for your kids for the next three days, if you can. Yeah. And that's been a huge time saver as well too. Yeah. I mean, um, I, when Brad is in a cooking mood, <laughs> when he has got the time, he'll just cook all the chicken breasts. Like why cook? Yeah. Why just cook a chicken breast for the two of us? Like just you, you bought this mini, just cook them all. Some of them get cut yeah. up really small for a salad. Some of it gets like used in a different way, but like it is, um, it is so much easier. Cause then we're, we're putting one pan. <laughs> 
We're cleaning one pan That's and not right. like that pan That's every right. single day. And then of course, exactly. guess what? No one wants to clean that pan for dinner the next day. So yeah. what are we having? I guess we'll have that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I love too. I'll freeze. Like we will do the same thing and I'll freeze. Like we'll cook up a whole bunch of chicken breasts and then I'll freeze half of it. Or if I'm doing ground turkey, ground chicken, ground beef, I do, you know, a few pounds of it. Half of it I'll use this week. The other half I'll freeze and I'll take it out. Brown rice freezes really well too. Mm-hmm. Cooked brown rice. Mm-hmm. There's all of these things that you could do to really stay on top of it. And I, I teach my clients that as well too. Like, listen, if you're already doing this, double batch and yeah. make more and freeze it. Make your life a lot easier so that you're not doing these huge meal preps every week. Like you've already got it out, double batch it well, and do it. And what I and y'all, what I love about this is it doesn't really actually you don't have to be on any body transformation of any kind. Meal prepping is key for saving oh. time. Um saving and your money. In, and, and money. So much yeah. money. I mean I you heard me say my family did it because we they were on a budget. Like this is all that can be spent at the grocery store. Nothing can get thrown away, you know? So like I think um a lot of times we we think of it as a luxury, but really it's like the, the key to giving you more time back, more time to spend with your family, less time okay. making this. When you're tired at the end of your workday, the last thing you're going to do is like, what am I going to cook tonight? So then what do we yeah. do? We order in, then we don't feel good. We've spent more money yeah. and we're back in this vicious yeah. cycle of not feeling good enough because <laughs> we didn't yeah. take the time didn't- to prioritize what was ma- what would be necessary to make us feel good. Yeah. And and taking that first step to like really plan out for the whole week, like what are you going to have for breakfast? What are you going to have for lunch? What are you going to have for dinner? Even having that plan, you know, and getting the meal prep done. I just feel when you're organized like that, like you feel so much more confident going into your week, knowing that I I made my nutrition a priority. I'm still making my health and fitness a priority. I'm seeding my family with the foods that I know they're going to feel good about and I'm going to feel good about. So it's really key for me and I continue to do it. I still share, you know, and I, and what I've learned in my tips, um, I share it with my clients. And if you're, if your audience wants it too, I have a whole seven tips to meal prep with recipes Amazing. So that they can use that. Wonderful. We'll make sure we get that link in the show notes for everyone. Y'all, this this is an, so great. I Sarah, thank you for sharing your journey and allowing people to see that like you can do this with like little kids. You can do this with owning your own business. You can do this with a husband. Um, I think it's really easy for people to think, oh, they must have more time than me. And really, we all have the seven, the same seven days, the same 24 hours. It's really about utilizing some of them in a strategic way to make sure that you're taken care of first. And so how are you going to use these tips in your life? What are your takeaways from this podcast? Make sure you tag Sarah, tag the Be It Pod, share this with a friend, let us know. And until next time, be it till you see it. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day
The Atelier Seat is a production of Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Crowell. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Mesh Herico for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week, so you can't. And to Angelina Herico for transcribing each episode, so you can find it on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do.